the Anime Arcade Podcast, episode 23. Woo! Woo! It's the three of us. Oh, gee. <laughs> it's, th- it's us. It's uh, Jeff. That's me. And I'm here with Logan. Yo. And Carlos. What's up, guys? I'm really glad that you know that, uh, that that's you. <laughs> I'm glad you know yourself. Uh, I almost forgot. Uh, I was really proud <laughs> when, I, when I remembered. Took me a second, in case you didn't realize. Um, today's cast, uh, we talk about lots of cool stuff, including the League of Legends LCS um, in fantasy and the state of such a thing, uh, and uh, some other things. What did you guys think about our discussion today? Fun, as always. Um, League is uh, it's a lot of fun to watch, surprisingly so. Um, I'm glad we got to talk a little bit Conkale. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, what kind of a podcast will we be without mentioning some anime stuff? So we got, I think, a little right. bit of everything. We covered a wide gamut of uh, topics and even answered some questions. So it was fun. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely look forward to the, the questions. And uh, and uh, if you're if you're not into anything or into one thing in particular, just go ahead and skip ahead. Yeah, I'll tr- we won't yeah, mind. Definitely. We won't hold it against you. Definitely. But why would you want to do that? Because you only get our beautiful voices twice a month. So stick around. Yeah. Listen listen to us <laughs> talk about things that maybe you will be interested in if you give us a chance. So I think we frame them in this beautiful frame of, of beauty and wonder. What he means to so. say is play Concoli, damn it. Play Concoli. And in case you didn't realize, this is an episode where I am not casting in the morning and enjoying myself a little more than normal so. uh, <laughs> only we all were uh, yeah oh. I, I need to I, I probably should have started drinking when, when we started <laughs> get right up get on your level oh <laughs> uh, no um, all right guys well i hope you enjoy episode 23 um stick around and thank you yep peace see you soon This is going to be a good game. Team Liquid. Are you watching both of them or are you just watching one? You can watch both of I'm them. Multi Twitch, you know uh, that, right? I forgot. Multi Twitch? No, I didn't know about that. Yeah, just multi twitch.tv uh, slash NALCS slash NALCS2, and it'll open up two screens of uh, of Twitch, and you can watch both. Um, huh. Esports games. It's pretty cool. I'm watching them both right is now. Is that. See, because I, I usually watch it on um, lolesports.com because it gives the stats and stuff as they play, which I kind of like. But Yeah, that, that's that kind of Twitch nice. is obnoxious with all the chat and stuff. You could toggle the chat, though. That's true, yeah. Um, I, I agree, yeah, Twitch chat is Right cancer. now for me. 
<laughs> Twist chat, yeah. <laughs> That's like the worst thing ever invented in life. Um, it's like chat, it's so. like it's like the Borg, like you know, it's like a hive mind, but it's a hive mind of stupid instead of like a hive mind of I don't know, whatever the Borg were intelligence. <laughs> It's it's a wall of of just nonsense, right? <laughs> especially in these big, you know, because you can actually for for the smaller broadcasts on Twitch, if because I've I've found a couple where there's just a you know fifty guys or fifty people. Oh yeah, in there people will be talking about stuff, and yeah, it's great, and that's cool. But when you've got eighty thousand people in, in a Twitch, it's literally just a, a wall of just complete and total nonsense. Yeah, there's like no I, point in actually saying anything. I, I toggled the chat back on right now, and right now it's. It's just a guy's head sleeping that just keeps spamming and spamming and spamming, and I'm like, okay, well, clearly people have something to say. I don't know, man. Like it, it's so weird. Please, like, if you are one of the people who actually say things in Twitch chat, let us know what the hell that means. Like, is there like a is there a library for like what the the, I think I think I know what is it um. This is You're this is how, a legend culture, and it just it's not going to work. <laughs> this is this is the this is the the <laughs> the, the line, man. This is how you know you're old <laughs> because yeah. you're, you're so sick. <laughs> I don't get these kids. kids and I guess I've got these days. <laughs> Uh, is there like no. is there a guidebook you know for how how to interpret the nonsense that's said in Twitch chat? Because seriously, that's all it is to me is is a bunch of letters and numbers and symbols and faces of weird people who I don't know. Yeah. And yes, I feel like I do sound really old. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Please let us know. I want to speak with you if you're if you're an avid Twitch chat you know user. Uh, um, Twitch chatter user speaker of, of twitch chat Spammer. You know? <laughs> like maybe that's a profession in the future like um you know professional twitch chat interpreter or some shit i, I don't know oh that's actually uh it, i'm not sure i'm not sure if spammer is but i know in china uh they have a thing called the 50 cent army uh it's essentially they have people who can uh speak english or different languages and they'll go on youtube videos and they'll they'll write comments and stuff like that. Where like if if they find like anti Chinese stuff, they'll go and they'll they'll write propaganda in the comment section. And it's usually terrible because oh their their English sec- their English isn't that great. Uh, or I'm I'm sure it's probably yeah. the same in other countries too. But yeah, the Fifty Cent Army it's a it's a real thing in China. That's interesting. So the Chinese government actually pays for this. Yeah. So one day one day we might have a, a Fifty Cent Army in America uh, spamming in Twitch. During uh, League of Legends games. Uh, that's one of the signs that you've made. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, when the 50 Cent Army shows up and talks about you and Twitch. Oh, God. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, yeah, guys. Um, LCS. That's uh, that's kind of the main topic for us right now. We just did our um, our fantasy draft. Our LCS fantasy draft. It's that time. It's the uh, yeah. What is it? What are we in? Spring Split? Spring Winter split. split? Uh, spring. There, there's only spring and summer. Even though it's not spring, spring, but you know it's whatever. It's whatever. Totally not spring, but you know it kind of feels more like spring because I live in Florida. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So this is this is cool. I'm uh, I'm definitely totally all in to the LCS. This again, this split. Um, I think fantasy's been a good. It, it's been fun for me to to get into because I always kind of need some 
reason to watch and root for someone and and the fantasy has given me that reason to to root for for teams and now i because of last split and playing fantasy now this split i i just watch because i actually really enjoy watching it um not that i didn't enjoy before fantasy uh i did years back in like season two and season three but i'm back um i'm back in and i'm i'm, I'm really enjoying it so uh what do you guys what are you guys thinking yeah it's uh it's great this season. Uh, I I actually can't believe we have we had to go to two whole leagues. Um, and granted, we had to grab outside people, but you know, and huge thanks to Jorge from the Discord channel for for supplying us with two bodies. But yeah, I, I can't believe we have enough people now. Like remember when we started, Logan? I think you were in on the first league. It was me, you, yeah. maybe I think you were looking uh, for other people. So I was like, sure, yeah, I'll join. Why not? Yeah, it, it was four of us. It was me, you, DJ, and Conan. And uh, now we're twelve people, and I'm like, this is insane. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. So thanks yeah. to everyone who uh, who uh, who participated in this draft. Yeah, definitely, and and definitely, uh, you know, we. We even had room for more, so we had room for four more here um, on our, you know, our LCS fantasy. I mean, it's kind of a, a fringe fantasy thing. It's not like fantasy football; everyone knows about that. It, but it's it's really fun. In fact, I, kind of, you know, the super nerd that I am, I kind of enjoy it more than fantasy football. Yeah, so. same yeah. same here. One hundred percent. It's like um, I don't play league. I know very little about league. I'm not good at league, um, but. Like this fantasy has got me like super invested in league as an esport, which you know, if you told me a year ago that that would be a thing, I would have laughed at you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's yeah. so much fun to watch, and it just keeps getting bigger. I mean, every year the League of Legends esports scene gets bigger, bigger, and there's always like there there are problems in, in it. I mean, there's uh you know uh, problems with Korea. Uh, and the Chinese leagues and all that stuff, but I mean, even still, I, it, it just keeps growing and growing and growing, which I love to see. I kind of feel like because we're we're all the three of us are Americans, and um, we're kind of used to being into sports that America dominates. So, fo- you know, American football, uh, basketball, baseball. Um, it's where all the money comes is America. And that's kind of where it became a huge money making industry. Whereas with esports and the fact that I'm really into the LCS and, and esports, we, we now know how it feels for every other country in the world with the other big sports. And that Korea <laughs> is like yeah. ridiculously dominant. <laughs> and like every time there is a world championship of some kind, Korea is almost guaranteed to just slaughter all of our teams who we thought were just amazing and perfect. And, um, but I feel like we're getting closer and closer every year. I really do. Um, like we're getting better. And, and it's definitely like more money seems to be kind of gravitating towards it. Um, I'm looking at these streams and I'm seeing 80 to 100 to 150,000 people watching like these matches. And it's really exciting for me that it's getting that much traction. Oh, yeah. And and major networks are picking up um, uh, contracts to to uh show these events i know that uh uh, dj was telling me the other day that the big 10 network will be showing the big 10 or big 10 schools uh collegiate uh league games really that's awesome yeah Mm -hmm. so we might be getting a lot more uh i know a lot of colleges have have started uh 
uh, taking scholarships or uh, offering scholarships to esports players, which is great because you you, you look at uh, players like Doublelift or um, Kiwi Kid, uh, a lot of the the older League of Legends players um, had to had to leave uh, school, and a few of them like got kicked out of their homes. Like Doublelift was homeless for a little while uh, until he got picked up by <laughs> CLG. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's great to no see way. that they're supporting you know uh college kids Dude, who want to pursue this as a career let me tell you too like this to me is it, you might you know because the traditional and most of our fans are going to you know understand this but traditional athletes are known for their physical abilities and their god-given talents and whatever and this is no no different in my opinion as far as yeah. like there are people who are who are just gifted with this like this reaction time or hand-eye coordination or whatever the hell you want to call it. Like these people are as every bit as incredible to me as an NFL football player <laughs> that they can more so like it, I, exactly. I can't interpret half of what's going on on the screen, you know, half the time and like the, the study involved, the, yeah. the, the actual talent involved, the, um, it's really fun. It's really fun to watch. And the, and the best part about it is that this is a game we can all play anytime we want. Um, league, speaking of league specifically, but any of these esports that, you know, Counter-Strike's another big one. And um, it, it's really exciting to go and then try to replicate what you watch. And, you know, for, for kids and stuff who, like, you know, this is an actual, you could become a professional video gamer. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it. I mean, as a dream. As kids, like, you, you thought about that. And then, like, especially growing up, you know, around our time in the the 90s and the, like, I was a teenager in the early 2000s. And even then, you were just like, that'll never happen. Like, it'd be cool. I remember thinking yeah. it'd be awesome if you could have, like, this, like, a huge Halo tournament that was televised when I was younger. And, yeah, I, I thought, that's never going to happen. And here we are. So, it's it's pretty crazy how far yeah, it's dude. come. I mean, it's, it's so cool and it's really, it's fun. Um, and, uh, I, it's getting there. I mean, and there's a lot of avenues too. You can become a streamer now and yeah, you're right. I, I didn't, I think video game testing was like the goal. If you wanted to be Uh a video game, you know, professional video gamer. Yeah, exactly. And, and those guys don't make shit for money. Those video game testers. That's not, that's not a profession to strive for kids. I mean, if you're listening, that's not something you really want to make your goal in life. Um, but like, I I don't know. I I'm just really excited where, where it's going. And, uh, we have the LCS now we've got a lot of like some professional, like NBA teams, Uh um, NBA players, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, dumping money, I think we're watching, if you're watching the, uh, team envious versus team FlyQuest. team FlyQuest is owned by the Milwaukee bucks. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what is, uh, Dignitas is a, it, they're owned by 76ers, the 76ers too, right? and uh, Misfits got bought out by the Miami Heat. Oh my god, so really, this one's in the esports. Yep, so oh, yeah, I mean, well, I guess Rick, Rick, Rick Fox kind of got that all started, yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Yeah. Huge, huge ups to a lot of the, the people in the, the sports community uh, who saw the value in this. Like you said, Rick Fox was like one of the first. Uh, Shaq also got uh, a team NRG. Unfortunately, they're no longer in the LCS, but they're in a lot of other games. Um, when a lot of when a lot of ESPN, especially ESPN, uh, people were 
were, you know, laughing this, this, uh, you know, up and coming thing down. These were the guys who were on the front line. Like, no, are you, what are you retarded? No, this is going to make a ton of money. Why would you, why would you belittle this when a, like we said before, these people are amazing for what they're able to do. Maybe not in the athletic sense, but mm-hmm. in the, in the, you know, uh, fast pace hand-eye coordination type instinct thing. Um, and it's, right. it's going to make money. It's going to print money because a lot more, a lot, I, I hate to say, I mean, it sounds bad, but a lot more kids are, playing video games and rather than you know picking up a basketball and yeah that you could argue that that's a bad thing but uh at the end of the day if you're trying to make money and you got money why not buy any sports yeah. team yeah, absolutely and um yeah i think uh that's kind of uh, speaking of money i think it's a good segue into in regarding esports i think these players i really hope that they start getting what they deserve at some point because we had talked about how um athletes i think these esports players there they have a very short shelf life i hate to say it I, it seems like once you get to my age you're just not competitive anymore <laughs> in a, in an esport <laughs> um you kind of lose your uh, your hand-eye coordination and your reaction speed um and i really feel like these these kids need to be compensated a little better and that's going to come obviously with more money coming into the uh into the scene and i really hope it gets there because to me, I don't know how much they make. I don't know if that's public or not. But um, that's that's the, a, these that's guys a lot need of the problem. Be. Is is uh, and actually, my very first uh, research essay when I went back into college was about uh, player unions. Uh, for because mm-hmm. I, I a lot of people don't like unions, and I'm right there with you on a lot of cases. But these a lot of these kids are a underage or b have no work experience, no idea how to con- how to negotiate contracts or anything like that. So it's, it, it always seemed kind of silly to me to not have a union or some kind of reps or an agency looking out for their best interests. Uh, but they're, they're getting better about this. And with a, a lot of the, these teams and whatnot, like coming into the scene, you know, a lot of like, uh, you know, you, you figured the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the uh, 76ers and the, the Heat, you know, have experience with contracts and stuff like that. So I imagine that, that, uh, yeah contract negotiation and all that stuff is going to get a lot better as, as we move forward with esports. I hope so. Yeah, I really do hope so. Cause I mean, I, I genuinely, I'm gen, I genuinely am of the philosophy that if the less people who can actually do a certain thing, which there's not very many people who can play on the world competitive scene of league of legends or counter-strike, um, the less people who can do a certain thing, the more money that the people who can do it should make. And, um, you know, and that's why I really don't have an issue with how much money professional athletes make uh-huh. in most regards. Right, right. So these these people should be making to me as much money as they as as possible. <laughs> um, but obviously, <laughs> the money needs to be in in the sport before that can happen. So we're getting there. Um, I think we are. Uh, the fact that I'm seeing some of these top tier Korean uh, talents come over to the U.S. means that money the money is flowing here uh, a little more. So. I do think that there are some issues with the the way that they're handling some of the scheduling side of things, um, and this has kind of been like my vocal thing in our Discord these past couple of days since doing the draft and everything. Is Riot really needs to unify um, the EU and the uh, North American LCS leagues because, like, I don't know, it just it baffles me that they're essentially. The same thing. They have playoffs with each other, but they compete under two different 
kind of systems seemingly yeah it it really does feel like uh north or the riot games which is you know based out of los angeles uh uses the eu lcs as like an experimentation ground uh i'm not sure if and and this is complete speculation i'm not i don't i don't know if they're two separate entities if if you know, Riot Europe or whatever it's called. Uh, if there's like another uh, faction of the company that that runs the EU LCS, but I'm fairly certain that Riot itself runs both. Uh, and if that's the case, yeah, it is. It is really confusing because for for context, for people who who aren't watching or uh, don't know that much or maybe interested in esports, uh, Riot Games has set up a new scheduling system for the EU LCS that they didn't implement for the North American LCS. Um, it basically set it so that there were 10 weeks instead of nine. So the North American LCS is nine. Uh, and each team, or I should say, uh, not every team plays two matches a week. Only a few do. So it's, and they only do what? Two, right. two matches per day for three days a week. Um, yeah, it's really bizarre, except for like a couple weeks where yeah. most of the teams play. Um, now, and yeah, meanwhile, North America plays, each team plays two games a week. And yeah. Games four days a week, you know? So I don't know. It's just. It's now, really I should weird. say for like, this is frustrating for us because we're playing the fantasy aspect. I like the fact, though, that Europe has gone to a best of three system, yeah, which they didn't have last year. good improvement yeah, yeah, yeah. over last split. Now, uh, the one thing I could say for this, and I wish it wasn't like an experimentation thing, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering if this is why they're doing this. If you have it to where it's only two games a day, right? Uh, people can buy a ticket for the team they like and just go see the team they like. But at the same time, I hope that they are lowering the price of tickets because if it's the same amount of money, why would I pay the same amount of money for less content? Yeah. Uh, Definitely, definitely. I think that that maybe because uh, uh, Blizzard with uh, Overwatch recently announced with their well, recently like six months ago, uh, announced that <laughs> um, when they start up their their own Overwatch esports league, they're going to have teams by town, like you see, you know, the San Francisco Forty Nine ers, the Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. the you know that that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So oh, cool. I wonder if Riot's kind of, kind of, kind of trying to see where the fan base is. Like, are there people who are like, you know, diehard Unicorn of Love fan? Yes, that's a real team name. <laughs> are there people who are diehard? I mean, we know that there are diehard Fnatic fans. We know there are diehard uh, TSM fans. Uh, unfortunately, there are diehard CLG fans. Um, and <laughs> and and uh like uh, all the the big name teams but you know the, with this kind of sport where uh teams can be relegated like the, the bottom tier teams can be kicked out if they they can't beat the challenger teams um will people mm-hmm. go and watch if they're not certain that their team will even be around next year so i i can kind yeah. of understand in that sense but at the same time it's a really crappy way of going about it <laughs> yeah and the you know location is a big thing and i think that's a good that's a good segue into like something that i kind of w- i want to go see a game and every 
all the games are located in one specific place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'd have to go all the way to the West Coast to actually go and <laughs> there was, experience live there was esports. One time, actually, no, there were two so, times that you, as a, as a Florida man, could have seen uh, this stuff. And that was uh, MLG Tallahassee way back in, like, season three. And I think there was, like, a an all-star game that was played in your state. And that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that sucks, you know. I like I, I want to go. I, I would go. I would be making plans if I knew that there was something coming up this year to go for esports. Like I would. I don't care who's playing. I would make plans to go. So, um. But even when, um, what was it? Worlds, I think, was played here or something. Oh, recently, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah, like playoffs or something. Like, but there one of the things. But, but nothing was near me. I would have had to travel pretty far to actually make it to a Worlds game. Yeah. So, um. You know, I don't know. I just, uh, I think that that would go a long way in encouraging these guys to go and actually, uh, but it also is important that they're playing in the same place too. You know, it's not playing online is whatever. I mean, anyone can do that. So the fact that they're on the same stage and they're playing is important. So then they're, but we, then you need the money to actually transport them to each match. Yeah. Well, if you, if you could, there's stuff that if you could guarantee latency, you could have one team playing in one place and one play team playing in another place. But then I think I would think that people would, I, I don't think that'd be very good because you'd only no. be able to see one. Half I don't either. Of the team. Yeah. 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 Right. I don't think the that system, would work. I think would be maybe like having, you know, say there's like teams in New York, teams in LA, teams in Seattle and, you know, Oklahoma, you know, Ohio, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> depending on how many teams you have, like say there's 10 teams and then there's 10 weeks in the season each week they go to a different uh city to you know mm-hmm. compete in that city. Oh that'd be pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. like a, a road yeah. show. I imagine I imagine there'd be a lot of <laughs> a lot of problems with jet lag and stuff like that though. I I I kind of thought too another way that they could do it uh at least for for North America, maybe for Europe too is to separate the country uh in quarters. And you only play in your quarter until it's time for playoffs, and then playoffs—the uh, best teams from the uh, north, south, east, west, whatever—come uh, together. They play, yeah. and then the best teams of those go to worlds. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, they would need more. That'd be neat. Way more teams, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, there are tons of teams out there. I mean, you, the 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 three of us could start a team right now in Challenger if we had. If we were good, it would be right? Yeah, we have to be challenger. <laughs> None of us are. Right. <laughs> Full disclosure, we suck. We are terrible at oh. League of Legends. We just like watching it. I don't even play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, we are terrible B-tag, at League of Legends. Though. He's going to be pro. Yeah. Yeah. B tags are our uh, AA sponsored. Uh, oh, A squared. AA is it? AA is it? Is B tag good? Is he... Oh, I don't know. Um, B-Tag is actually good at League. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it's just a running joke in the Discord that, that he's going to be the, the eSports player. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to start up on Overwatch. I played game. one game on a ranked team. Oh, did you really? I played one game on a ranked team. They had like a dozen donuts. Maybe I can talk to them. <laughs> they were pretty good. Yeah. I just got 29 points on a support, guys. So Matt Ooh, just really okay. came through for me. Okay. on the support that's fantastic yeah. uh, also full disclosure yeah. we are currently watching the lcs while we're while we're discussing it <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> gotta stay up to date you know it's, so, it's the beauty of information is all power. right so before it's we, a beauty of podcasting but 
Before we stop talking about uh, LCS, uh, what's your favorite team? Cloud9. Mm. Cloud9's been my favorite since season three, but to be fair, in season three, they, they were dominant. Holy shit. They came in and just monkey stomped everyone. And that was when I like first started getting into League. Um, I, I liked other teams, don't get me wrong. I used to really like Cursed, uh, but Cursed is gone. Uh, mm. I like Dignitas. I'm happy they're back, but I miss old Dignitas because they do wacky crap. Um, but, but overall <laughs> cloud nine. Um, nice. you know, I'm fairly new. This is only my second split really paying attention. Um, and there's two splits a year. So a winter, and this is the spring one. Uh, I like TSM a lot, you know, much to the yep. dismay of many. It seems. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't hate them as much as, as much as, uh, and other Phil. teams. I just don't particularly <laughs> like them. Oh yeah. No, Phil doesn't like TSM. Yeah, for whatever reason. I, I like Bjergsen. Um, I like Svenskeren. I think they're fun to watch. Didn't have a great first week or first game. They still play tomorrow as well. They never yeah. have a great first game, though. So, I mean, yeah. or rarely ever have a great, great first game. They might win them, but it's never by large margins. Hell, I remember, what was it, two or three winners ago? It was uh, Cloud9 versus TSM. Uh, first game of the. Of the uh, the spring split and uh, high played Timo and they lost against him. Like <laughs> <laughs> one of the worst, or according to Phil, one of the best characters in the game, but definitely not one of the best for for uh, competitive. And yeah, TSM totally lost to a Timo. So yeah, well, I think TSM is a good is a good choice. I think there's a lot of TSM fans out there. Um, I would have to go with Carlos OC9. Um, and that's mostly because I rooted for them, mostly because my entire fantasy team last split was C9. And uh, I I watched a lot of C9, so I, I got I got into into C9, yeah. and, and Jeff, I like Jeff. the way they play. I think that they're exciting. My, that's my team this split. Jeff honest. definitely yeah. dominated us with, t- with C9 last split. <laughs> yeah. Well, they just were they were monsters last split, yeah. And, and I managed to, to grab Jensen this split, so. Yeah, I got sneaky um, and uh, smoothie, so. I think I got the team. I didn't yeah, I get the. Well. Yeah. I put P1 in though this time around because I'm expecting them to do crazy crap. So. They did really good yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did really good. <laughs> uh, what about EU? Any favorites over there? Mm. Oh, C9. Yeah. EU? You're, you're EU. talking to me? EU. Oh, EU. I thought you said you. Hey, you. <laughs> um, hey, European. European teams. Hey, yo. Yeah, Carlos, what do you think, man? Oh, yeah. <sighs> My problem with EU is that I've been following it for a long, long time. Fanatics really the You're only fanatic, f- fanatics yeah. really the only team that's been there for for a long time. I mean, uh, SK's gone. Uh, I mean, G- you can say, oh, G two Esports is like SK two point but that's only because Ocelot's running it, so not really. Um, yeah, I, I really, I, I have to say, Fanatic because they're the only team I could have followed this long. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't look that great, so I mean, I'm uh, uh, hooray, fine. but, I, mean, but I, eh. I thought they played a very good game against G two. G two just came out on top in the end. To to um, whoever's listening to us from Europe, I don't. <laughs> it's nothing against you guys. I don't particularly care for the EU LCS, but that's just because <laughs> I'm an NA fan. So I I whoever goes to Worlds from NA, even if it's a team I dislike, cough cough CLG. Um, <laughs> They, I'll root for them because they're North American, and I'll root for yeah, EU when right. they're playing against like Korea or against China or other teams. But when you play North America, go NA. Yep. 
I'm with you. What about you, Logan? G2, for sure. G2? Easy. Yeah, Sven's my man. I'm, uh, oh, yeah. I'm a big fan. I like them a lot. Uh, they were easy to uh, to watch, so they, they got my vote. I'm just easy glad they got rid of yeah. Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't great. <laughs> um, for me, uh, part of me really wants to say Splice, because I think Yamato Cannon is kind of funny. And, uh, <laughs> yes, he is a funny caster. Uh, and I, I think I, I, I liked them last split, but I really like watching Unicorns of Love play. Like they oh, just yeah. do some of the craziest shit. They, they um, are pretty great. You know, I actually got to see them so, the first time they were on a stage. It, oh, yeah, really? It was, uh, it was uh, IEM San Jose, uh, the first one, I believe, 2014 or 2015? No, 2014. And uh, nice. they played against TSM. And they beat TSM with a jungle Twisted Fate. And for those of you who don't know, Twisted Fate is usually a mid lane hero. He does not jungle well. But this was when Pickus first started, or was first, no, yeah, first starting in the jungle. And he dominated them. It was embarrassing to be a North American fan in that crowd. (laughs) That's awesome. Luckily, Cloud9 brought it home and won the the overall championship thing. But Mm -hmm. yeah, UOL, they're always fun to watch. You should watch their games, man, they, if, they if just, you missed them. Yesterday, they, they just... I, I managed to catch a little bit of it, and their team comp was just ridiculous. Yeah, and, I mean, it was all over the place. Yeah. And they stomped, didn't they? I mean, they did wonderful. Yeah, they so, did. So, yeah, I'm, I, I like watching them. If I had to pick a favorite, that'd probably be a Unicorns. It's definitely so. the most fun team name, that's for sure. Yeah, Unicorns of Love. <laughs> and their, their owner, I mean, for anyone who hasn't seen it, watch a Unicorns of Love game, and if you're not really interested all, in the esports side... the pink-haired guy? Yeah, yeah. Just oh fast-forward it to the very end of the match when they, when they win. Like, find a, find a one where they won. And a guy in, like, pink hair with a pink beard, like, everything's pink, comes out. And sometimes he's wearing, like, a unicorn uh, hat, and he's got, like, this big unicorn staff. Dude, it is the craziest crap, and it's, it's really disconcerting to see. <laughs> <laughs> it I, you that's little awesome. Little. I, I I hate that guy, but I, I you gotta love him because like I what was it? I don't remember where they were playing. I, it might have been Worlds. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, he had written on like because he w- he was shirtless in this one, and he he had written on his chest uh, EU and NA, and he like in front of the camera he he put the greater than sign. And I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> you son of a... <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's pretty funny. That's funny. But he's, yeah. he's a personality, so I, you, you, can't, you can't hate him. He's just... The, the pink yeah. hair throws me off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really weird. And we just had a discussion about personality in Discord yesterday. Um, and if you're not in our Discord, you're, you're missing out, so get in there. But, um, yeah, I just think that's... <laughs> I think personality is kind of one of the missing links for, for esports at the moment. I think we need some more personality in there, so... Way to go. Um, though, speaking of games, and in case you didn't read the um, uh, the show notes for this episode, we're probably going to be speaking exclusively of games today, <laughs> minus a couple things. But um, you guys are getting getting geared up for a new Cancola event, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, it's so boring to do this. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the worst time of the year. Yeah, when, for, for those <laughs> who, who haven't jumped in yet, to Concole. We've spoken, I mean, go go listen to the Concole um, podcast with, with Eric. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but we, we've spoken mm-hmm. about this. W- before an event, you're essentially saving up resources, and it is so incredibly boring to do. Yeah. Uh, mm. So. 
but, but it, uh, it's ex- like once you get into it, once you start doing the event, then it's exciting. So it's it's like it's build up and then payoff or frustration either yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of both. So tell me, do you guys do you guys have any information on this new event? Um, is there something? Are, are you just kind of anticipating that there is going to be something you love, or do you have things that you know about that you're really anticipating at this point? Uh, it's a small I, event. Yeah, it's a small event, like three to four maps. Uh, so not that big. There's probably what we are anticipating. There's definitely going to be new ships. There's new ships in every event, and I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. one of them. Was it a... No, I think they already got all the Mootski class. It's either a Mootski class or a, a Kamikaze class um, that's coming out. So another destroyer that's low on resources. So hooray, you can send her out on expeditions. Yeah. Um, other than that, we don't really know. Uh, I We know that uh, Zara, the Italian heavy cruiser, and uh, Arashio, the uh, destroyer, are getting upgrades. Um, but other than that, it's a mystery. Mo- mostly, I think what what me and everyone in the in the Discord is looking forward to is um, potential drops. Stuff that you can't yes. get unless it's in an event. What are some of the drops mm. that, uh, that you're most looking forward to, Logan? Uh, if, if they come. Yeah, same here. I need to get another one. Yeah, I accidentally scrapped I my first one. That is such a tragedy. <laughs> I know. I, I I thought I was I thought I was modernizing her, and I didn't realize because I was like half awake, and I I freaked out. I was like, oh no, I just scrapped her. No. <laughs> anyway, other ones. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let me think. I made a list and I promptly forgot it. Um, there was like the Italian ships. I would love. Oh like, yeah, I need more of those. Um, you know who Italia. has an Italian ship? Jeff. Oh, yeah, you, you have uh, a... <laughs> uh, Litorio. Oh, Litorio, that's it, yeah, the other L. Um, Unryu would be the other one. I would love to just get all of that class. Amagi, Unryu, uh, Katsuragi. Um, you have Amagi, don't you? I do have Amagi, but I want to complete the class. Well, yeah, definitely. I was yeah. just making sure. Um, Graf Zeppelin... Yeah, same here. I would love to get her uh, U five eleven or absolutely is it row row uh, five hundred U five eleven drops row five hundred okay. is what she becomes. So confusing. <laughs> um, yeah, so U five eleven uh, was it? I super cute, by the way. Like that's cute. like such a such a cute sub. <laughs> yeah, things is you it, didn't think you'd say ten years ago. What a cute <laughs> sub. <Right? laughs> uh, was I two hundred six? Is the other sub? Two two oh six. Two oh six or Are you talking about four oh one? Four oh one, maybe? I don't know. The, the SSV? Oh. Uh, I eight I eight's the only the only other blonde sub. Huh. I'm getting confused then. I don't know. There's maybe sub. maybe you're maybe you're channeling the future and we're gonna get a we're gonna get we're another gonna get blonde, a blonde sub. sub. Yeah. It's gonna be a, a French sub. She's gonna be blonde. Um let me see. What else? Um, Iowa. <laughs> oh God, yes, but she's she's probably not coming until next event. The yeah. next event's gonna be a killer. I I can almost guarantee it. 
One of those large ones. So yeah. if you're if you're thinking about getting into Conco, like get into it now. You might be able to Just play save. a little bit of of the winter event, but you'll definitely be able to mm-hmm. play in the spring event. And you want to play in the spring event because something big is probably going to come. Probably, I, not a hundred percent, but it's like ninety yeah, percent. Yeah, this is the. These are the kind of events where you get these ships. Where like you know, as gamers, we all love being having that that special badge for playing at one particular. Yeah, time. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they know um, us. They know yeah. us so well. <laughs> <laughs> now is the time. To uh, I mean, at any point, it's you. You. you Cancola is the best game when it comes to that kind of stuff because like you'll play for a while and then like a year down the road you're gonna be like. Yeah, like listen to me. I played for maybe a few months and I managed to get all these cool ships and here I am like a year later and I'm like, yeah, I've got Litorio. I didn't really work hard for her, but because I played back then, I have her. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like when you, play, uh, when you play League with us, Jeff, and you've got the, uh, the Santa Baron uh, icon. Yeah. yeah like yeah. not a lot of people have that anymore. So it's like a badge modern yeah. to have played, you know, at a certain time. Woohoo! I'm an old man and I played video games. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, guys. Uh, anything else happen exciting in, uh, in Kankole lately? Any, any good drops? Anything uh, worth mentioning? Just saving As- up, man. Yeah, that, that, aside from the announcement of uh, Arashio Kaini and um, uh, Zara Kai Kaini as well, not really. Uh, it's it's a save. It it's saving. We're all all we can do at this point is speculate. Yeah. Um, that the winter event is going to be, or what the winter event is going to be like. Because recently, right. um, actually, I guess that is something we could talk about. Neither of us have it, but uh, uh, recently oh, they released the, the very first jet airplane cool. in the game. Wow, that's awesome! It it is like there's a lot you have to do to get it. But we're kind of wondering if it's going to play any kind of a role in uh, in the next event. Like maybe there's an, uh, a map uh, where pathing is easier, or uh, if you have this this jet airplane, uh, I yeah. kind of doubt it. But we'll see. There's also the uh, the speed change thing that they updated oh, recently, right. which may play a part. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's different classifications of speed, like. What slow, medium, fast, fast plus, fast plus plus, or something like that. Fastest, and fastest, whatever it's yeah. called. Mm-hmm. Essentially, um, so. th- those boiler engines, chef, that you know were really super useless uh, beforehand, are still just right. as useless. But now they give you some kind of classification. They, I, I, I think it's a, it's a gimmick. I don't think that it's really that great at all. Um, but they might do try and do something with it because. Um, you know, it's a, uh, it's their new their new shiny hmm. uh, thing. Like, and uh, one thing that that they're doing now too. I'm not sure if you remember uh, when you were playing Jeff, but the the expansion slots. You know how you can give your ship like another another slot to put gear in. Uh, before yeah. all you could put in was those uh, those uh, <laughs> onigiri, the little rice balls that I don't even know what they do, uh, or you could put in right. a, a repair a repair team or a repair goddess to keep your ship from sinking. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, now uh, you can put bulges in there for uh, extra defense. So like anti-torpedo bulge uh, or uh, be- with the, the speed update, you can put 
boiler engines in there. Uh, and what, which ones specifically, Logan, were those? I don't remember. The what the the turbine, I was, think, is the yeah, only one you can put it, in there. Was it like a? It's like plus six or plus six. Uh, yeah, yeah, plus six. Yeah, the the plus ten and the plus thirteen will not go in that slot. So I mean that's that's a cool aspect and maybe that'll play into the event. But I I don't know because remember the last event, Logan, like right before it, there was that fish event. Yeah, where you got the the warrior fat or whatever. Yeah, the WGs, and I'm thinking, okay, well the next event we're going to have a, a, a land based. A, yeah, installation bosses, <laughs> not one installation. Well, was there? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think the TP note on E4 was, but I don't don't quote me on that. I don't remember. <laughs> hmm. um, but yeah, so. If you're looking to get cool. into Concoli, once again, no, now is the that time. Was, that was a sub-boss. Was it a sub? I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember yeah. hating that map. <laughs> yeah, it was dumb. Um, but yeah, I mean... That sounds good. And by the way, I really love this new pick-and-ban phase. I'm watching this Team Liquid <laughs> CLG uh, pick-and-ban. Um, really exciting. Uh, I, like, I like the change that they made in this season. Pick-and-bans, um, woo! <laughs> Who was that? But... Uh, the uh, Aurelian Soul? No, no. CLG? The uh, the rat looking thing. Oh, Twitch. Liquid. Mm-hmm. Twi- Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. Interesting. I've never seen him play before. He's really annoying to play against because mm. he goes invisible and then like shoots you with poison shit. It's really annoying. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. I, so, do we want to give? I don't know if you guys had any more that you had wanting to speak about in this cast, but I kind of feel like we should give our uh, anime fans that who don't really play Concola or listen to esports uh, a little something <laughs> and talk about some of the shows we've been watching. Not necessarily give our first impressions, but um, just what we've kept up with and what we think quickly about you them. Yeah, uh, since this is like really kind of a confusing thing, um, and I know you watched it this morning, Carlos, do you want to talk about Grand Blue Fantasy and maybe give us a rundown on what that's all about yeah sure. i have no idea uh okay so grand blue fantasy like i like i said during the draft cast um uh is a is based on a mobile game uh the art style kind of looks a little older but i kind of dig it um it, it's kind of like a mesh of older and newer i don't know how to explain it um <laughs> but essentially uh episode one and two dropped today i think um and the <laughs> For whatever reason, they dropped it today rather than than wait till the spring uh, season. And at the end of episode two, it's like, see the rest of it in the spring season. We're like, why would you do this to us? (laughs) Uh, Essentially, episodes one and two are like an extended version of the of the game tutorial. Um, Hmm. I believe I was telling Jeff uh, when I when I before we started talking on the draft cast um, that this game is very rpg like i mean the storyline is if you like I, I said on the discord um if you like your empire's evil and your your hero's <laughs> lawful good bam this is this is the show for you uh it's it um i don't even remember the the main character's name because in my game his name is carlos <laughs> nice. I, I forgot what they name what they what they call him in the show but okay so hero guy his dad leaves um uh leaves him in the care of of his friend in his like hometown and cuz his dad's like a uh like a, an adventurer but uh, this is a a universe where there's like airships and all this stuff and air piracy 
etc etc fantasy world <coughs> and so he gets a letter from his dad saying that uh he'll meet him on this like astral on the astral islands and he's kind of been wanting to do this his whole life and of course mysterious girl or a, a ship from this evil empire uh is traveling across or across his homeland and explodes and a mysterious girl falls from it and you know <laughs> rpg come on um, and so he goes and saves her and her knight companion, uh, what do you call it, uh, rescues him. And there's this whole combat scene. I don't really want to spoil anything because there is, there is something yeah. that happens in the, in the, the thing. But essentially, it, it comes, uh, comes that uh, the, this girl and her friend feel indebted to main character and they offer him to go with them to, to uh, a figure out what the deal with this girl is. Cause not even she knows what she is. She's just got this like crazy crystal power uh, and uh, B for him to go find his dad at, at this location. I know it's really vague, but go watch it. It's good. I, de- I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to spoil too much, uh, but yeah, I just thought it was, it was weird. The, the whole releasing two episodes now but having yeah any questions come out later really weirded me out with that one um yeah so yeah maybe don't watch it <laughs> wait, maybe wait till wait. april yeah because it's kind of disappointing it, yeah it's pretty though like it is really uh really good looking in some places or some parts it's okay but i mean i was surprised how a how well they captured the art of the the game um and and b the well, I guess I wasn't really impressed by that, but I was happy that they they had the um, the soundtrack <laughs> for the game as well. Nice. Um, anything standing out to you this season? Oh, Carlos? a lot of stuff, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should we should save that. Yeah, let's. I'll just yeah. I'll just say I'll I'm going to run down a list here of the stuff I'm keeping up with, so you can look forward to what I'm actually going to talk about next time around. Uh, I'm keeping up with Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Konosuba, uh-huh. Showa Genkuro, Raku, Rakugo Shinjo, the second season. Uh, March comes There's, in like a lot. So got a couple of continuations. Uh, Saga of Tanya the Evil, Akiba's Trip, Masamune's Kun's Revenge, uh, Interview with Monster Girls, Seiren, Minami, Minami the, the Cycling Girl Club. That one. I'm keeping Minami up with that. Kamakura's Girls yeah. Cycling Club. Really? Yeah. Uh, interesting. Actually, yeah. Gabriel it's, Dropout, okay. Idle Incidents, Schoolgirl Strikers, Nyanko Days. <laughs> I'm going to surprise a lot of people by saying this. I'm also keeping up with Kimono Friends for now. Oh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm one episode behind on Handshakers, and I'm keeping up with Urara. And that's it. A lot of shows. A fuck ton of shows. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's exciting. Um, how about you, Logan? I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'm uh, watching that he just didn't mention. Um, <laughs> let me see. Uh, there is one show that we can kind of talk about in a second because of some stuff surrounding how it's available. Um, but no, I think I think he covered everything. I think that's actually everything that's coming out this season. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, there's a. Did you mention the short one room? Are you watching One Room? No, is that on Crunchyroll? It's on Crunchyroll, yeah. It's like a four-minute short um, that, to me, feels like the start of a uh, a hentai. 
Um, you have my attention. So yeah, I thought that would get your attention. Go watch it after we're done. It just there's two episodes out currently, four minutes each, and uh, then we can laugh about it together. It's not it's not bad. It's just kind of strange. Got so, it. Um, but yeah, I'll talk about more of that on our next cast. But uh, I want to talk about uh, Scum's Wish and Amazon's oh, yeah ridiculous new um streaming platform uh, because it's kind before of you before you talk about that i do want to just say that um i do want to just say that acca uh, 13 is actually looking like it'll be pretty good oh so you're far. following that so. one too and you're you're following just to, to real quickly backtrack you're following fuka too right logan yes so there yes, you go the other one. uh what do you call it people who listened to our previous one about how we weren't going to watch it that you have someone with a perspective on the manga talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how things go. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. I'm glad you're enjoying ACCA. Um, have you watched chain Chronicle at all? Haven't started chain Chronicle, but, um, my other show, Occupus strip is, uh, pretty much exactly what I expected. Hilarious. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. Other adjectives. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> But let's get cool. back to so Amazon. Go, yeah. back, go back ahead to with your news. Amazon stuff. <laughs> um, so one of the shows that I uh, picked for my picks for the spring um, season was Scum's Wish or Kuzu no Honkai or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact Japanese title. Um, and it got picked up by Amazon, which, you know, isn't hasn't been an issue in the past since I am a prime member and was able to watch um, shows like uh, what's the Cabinary of the Iron Fortress because mm. it was available to prime members. Um, but last season they picked up a show called the great passage, which never came out. Um, and then this season they licensed comes wish, which had everyone worried that it was going to just go into license hell where it was just picked up and never released. But Amazon came out um, and announced their new streaming service called anime strike, which, you know, sounds really good in theory. Uh, It's pretty cool. Uh, They're getting more titles every week. The problem though, is that, and maybe this makes me sound, you know, kind of like, you know, entitled and, you know, such a first world problem, but their streaming service is not included with prime. I would have to pay an extra $5 a month for a total of $60. Yeah, exactly. uh, In the year to watch anime on Amazon when I already pay a hundred dollars for prime. So I'm in a, you know, I don't have, a lot of money right now. I'm, I don't have a job. I'm looking for a job. Um, and I can't afford to, to pay for their anime strike. And I'm not sure I really would honestly, uh, even if, um, I could, because I think it's kind of frankly ridiculous. No, absolutely. It's, it's, I mean, in, yeah, it's, I mean, in, in the scope, in the grand scope of problems, there could be, yes, that is, I guess a first world one, but I mean, in the scope of like anime problems, no, it's, that's perfectly understandable, especially if you already are a Prime member. I can understand if you weren't, and you just use Amazon maybe off and on without without getting Prime. But to have to pay one hundred and sixty dollars for maybe one one 
anime like that they get a season a season yeah and, and even then like they might not release it is unacceptable and their player is not great i mean it's it's not funimation yeah. bad no offense <laughs> sorry funimation yeah. i hate right. your players so much no, that is a perfect example we've always shied away from talking about pirating content and piracy and not watching stuff that's legally streamed but that's a perfect example of something that promotes piracy is creating that type of stupid wall for someone when amazon prime creates so much they give you so much for their prime membership why now is anime why are they blocking anime with that that's insane to me and like it makes it like i i can understand if the um service was available for you know anyone at the five dollars a month or whatever but not only is it five dollars a month but you have to be a prime member to even yeah be able to get the service in the first place it's that's stupid. Just, yeah. yeah, it's insane to me. Um, and like he said, it's just going to lead people to piracy. I'm not going to pirate the show. Um, I picked it. So, and they offer a free week. So, at the end of the season, I'm just going to sign up for their free week and binge the show. Um, but it's just, it's, it's kind of mind boggling the, the decision that they um, that they made with this. Mm-hmm. Now it's affecting things. So. If you uh, if you get a chance, uh, there is actually a decent uh, opinion piece uh, in IGN, which I don't usually yeah. get to say very often, um, uh, uh, by uh, Miranda Sanchez <laughs> about um, about this. It's uh, called Amazon and Netflix don't understand anime fans, which most of us couldn't agree more. <laughs> I absolutely agree. <laughs> so it's 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 fantastic. I really I really like her stuff. Uh, definitely go give it a shot. Go re- go give it a read. Uh, uh, I also, I just want to say, like, Crunchyroll needs to do something about their silly little viewer anime awards. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I mean, they're, they're it's their thing. They're allowed to do with with it whatever they want, but they they should also know that it's uh, not great. <laughs> like have, having an award show, quote unquote, be like just a popularity contest. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, just yeah. to bring that up, I mean, it's like the idea that certain shows were even nominated for certain categories is probably the biggest issue. Um, the, yeah, Attack on Trains, best villain. He was there for like two episodes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uran, Ice Winning, um, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I right. can't. I just know. Uh, like we, we had spoken in, in our cast review cast about how we liked the opening of Yuri on ice, but I wouldn't say that it was the best opening of the year. And the ending was a series of stills with a song behind it. And it got best ending and best opening in this award show. I'm saying like, I really hate to be dramatic and everything. Cause I understand this is just a viewer choice award thing that they did for the year. But it, it like, I would say don't do it again because it was kind of just a waste of time. Oh no! And a lot of people just—it <laughs> uh, it, was—it was a source of a lot of of. I was raging. Yeah, just a lot of rage. I—I I honestly, once I saw the nominees, I stopped paying attention to it because I knew exactly. Like I purposefully avoided all Facebook and all that stuff, and whenever I saw it on Twitter, I'd just scroll right on past because it wasn't—it wasn't worth all the rage. Because uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, Crunchyroll wasn't going to respond, and they haven't. I'm sure they haven't. 
It's just like Amazon's. Uh, Amazon has the uh, what is it called again? Anime strike. They have a they have a Twitter Anime strike. Yeah. They have a Twitter page. They haven't responded to one negative comment. So <laughs> wow. it's it's they're well, large corporations. They, they don't have to. to worry they got about our like money. They're... Yeah. So. They're it's, making it's tons annoying. of money off their little push button, you know, ordering systems and their <laughs> when I, other when stuff. I saw so. 91, when I saw 91 Days wasn't anywhere on that list and uh, Best ED, ED didn't feature um, Erase CD, I was like, yeah, this is, this list is fucking stupid. Yeah, oh no my God. Even anywhere. the, yeah, like, I'm, I made a joke about the show last time, but Magical Girl Raising Project's ending was better than Yuri on Ice. I don't even know if that was one of the nominees. Nope, <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, best animation it, didn't go yeah. to didn't go to Sound Euphonium, and yeah, I know Kyoani you know would would win every time, but they really deserved it for Sound Euphonium too. Holy crap, yeah. did they deserve it of for Sound Euphonium too? It. It, I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know who didn't I don't deserve care. it? Yuri on Ice. <laughs> Where, like, I'm sorry, there's going to be so if, many people who are bad. I don't. I'm not bashing the I show. Care. I didn't watch it. Uh, I, but so I, I don't I really have an opinion on it. That show is stupid. Uh, I liked Yuri on Ice, but there's like you have to appreciate it for what it is, and it wasn't the best animation of the year. That's <laughs> insane to say that. You know, it, it's like anyone who voted for Yuri on Ice is the best animation of the year. Like I don't know if that was the only anime you watched all year, but don't vote. If that's the only <laughs> anime you watched, all, I, 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 you know, I'm sorry. That's insane to me. Like, I, I wouldn't vote an award show like that because I didn't watch a lot of anime in 2016 because, I, you know, and, and it happens in a lot of, like, viewer choice award things. I've seen it a lot, not just anime and other things as well. And you've got these people who go in and they watched one thing and they vote for that one thing in every category because it's the only thing they watch. Yeah, well, that, that's and the thing that's, though is that that's why I, I hate award shows, period. Uh, because if it if it doesn't become that, and this is true, I mean, it, it does happen here, like it becomes a money thing. Which studio was paying the mm-hmm. most for for this? Because let's face it, an award usually equals ratings or sales. So, you know, uh, because people the are Oscars simple. are guilty of this, so I'm not oh, yeah. like I'm not. I don't want to bash anyone. That's who what I'm saying. If, if, it, if it wasn't, if it wasn't a, like a popularity contest, then it becomes a money contest. So that's why I hate award shows so much. Like, right. I just just yeah. like what you like. Uh, at the end of the day, I I thought it was stupid. It was a really dumb move. But hey, at the end of the day, look at us. We're talking about it. So they got what they right. wanted out of it. <laughs> like Crunchyroll, yep. I should say. No, you're right. I mean. No, you're right. Playing right into their hand. Um, that's why there's critics, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you exactly. find a critic that you like and you trust, and, and yeah. if you if you like our opinions, then, you know, that's why we're here. And at so. the end of the day, it's usually my opinions that are right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm objectively sorry. correct. I go, yeah, I'm objectively Arguably. correct. <laughs> uh, to change the subject, uh, Logan, I've got some good news for you, man. Well, what's what's this? There's uh, an Amelia hug pillow, apparently, what? that they just produced. So. Uh, man, I really need to get a job. <laughs> Rem, <laughs> Rem is not the only one with a, uh, a Dakimakura anymore. That's going to be my, my first purchase. I actually have, I actually have the Rem Dakimakura coming. <laughs> nice. nice. I, nice. Had to, I had to do it. Very, very nice. Uh, okay, guys. Of course you we, did. Uh, we have some more questions from Phil, oh, our question guy. Yay. Oh, Phil. Phil the I question guy. 
Judude69, the question. He yet. sent us two emails, uh, right? <laughs> uh, I just saw what. Uh, go ahead and read that one. I'm pretty sure he's, he told me he sent us two. I'll, I'll give this it a one look. is Haiku, not Haiku, is the name of this email. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, I hope you find, or I hope this morning finds you all well and in good cheer as I write into your fine podcast with my questions and all of his questions are in the form of haikus. So thank you. Here we go. Yeah. First one, sexism warning, boys sports shows better than girls apart from Keijo. Uh, I just think there's a a vast difference in the number of sports shows um, around girls and guys. I'm trying to think of, of mm. a lot of girls uh, aside from Keijo. Oh, he missed that. I'm sorry. I'm also watching the LCS. <laughs> uh, aside from, uh, aside from Keijo and long riders, which wasn't that great. I haven't really seen a whole lot of girls sports shows. I've um, I, I read Tepu. Tepu was amazing, but that's not a, that's not an yeah. anime. And like, yeah, yeah, like what qualifies as a girls' sport, sports show? Like a sports show centered around a girl, or an all girls kind of league kind of thing? I think it'd be like an all girls uh, thing, though. No? Yeah, yeah. So, I think I don't know. I wouldn't say they're well, better necessarily, but there's just definitely more boys' sports shows, and a lot that I do enjoy, like Free and Haikyuu. Um, well, in, in the traditional sense of sports, I mean, I, I, I'm glad he gave the sexism warning because I, I don't want to take anything away from female yeah, athletics, no, not. but um, typically people pay attention to male athletics because it's the highest form of the sport um, just because men are typically more physically gifted than women in most athletic sports. Uh, so it, it stands to reason that the sports shows about baseball, the sports shows about football, the sports shows about a lot of those type of basketball are going to be male sports shows. Now, we are also talking about anime. So most female sports shows are not so much about the sports and more about the female who are playing oh, the sports. So I take it back. Yeah. No, I'm actually going to go um, with girls sports shows, but that's only because of the past two Sports animes that I watched were Scorching Ping Pong Girls, which I absolutely adored. Oh, that was great. And Keijo. I forgot about and that. And those were yeah. amazing. And those were those showed me that you could have, like, well, with Scorching Ping Pong Girls, there was almost no fan service. Um, uh, it, it wasn't, but it wasn't as in your face as Keijo was, but you could have this, true. like, fan service that I enjoy, but with, like, really intense competitions. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you've sold me on, on some sports anime. Maybe I should pick up some other ones. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say girls, but I, that's only because I haven't really seen a whole lot of guys ones. And again, mm-hmm. I read Tepu where, uh, it, you know, the, the women's MMA one where like the girl and it's like cock diesel and just like wrecks guys. And uh, yeah, even the smaller should, girl yeah. does that. So yeah. you should definitely read Girls of the Wilds because that's a. <laughs> a, a manhwa about MMA. It's pretty much all all about girls just kicking ass. Oh, definitely. I'm I am invest. I'm already invested, pre invested. Yeah. Um. And then there's also what's the definition of sports shows too? Because you've got shows like Saki, which is very popular, about mahjong. Is that a sports show? Um, yeah. If it's a competition, yeah. I would say it's a sports show. I mean, we're we're, like, we're I sitting here watching of, esports. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking of like Chihayaku. <laughs> Which is a game about karata, 
Um, but that's not just about, it's not just girls, it's guys as well. So, right. Um, I would have to say regardless, um, just because I've watched more male sports shows, uh, would, would have to say male sports shows cause I've gotten more, um, you have to connect to, to those. Pay good money to uh, see a female version of Haikyuu. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, that, volleyball. that sounds Absolutely. like it would be pretty cool. Oh yeah, and um, but girls okay, volleyball is like, awesome. I mean, in the real world, it, it is. I love watching it. So, um, <laughs> second question, another haiku here: emotional scenes, ones that really make you feel. Any that stand out? Mm. And then he also adds, "No easy answers. I'm imposing restrictions. No clonade allowed." Uh, was that written in haiku? His restriction? It was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Phil's a genius. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, don't. Um, so, I mean, I can think of a number off the top of my head. Um, there's the ending of Anohana, uh, which is yes. probably. I still haven't seen the, it. Oh my god. That's <laughs> the most emotional yeah. an anime has ever made. Yeah. For sure. I, I cried like a waterfall. It was it was nuts. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, you know you say Clonad. I can't choose that. No easy. first home cooked meal. I mean, oh I think my god! Say that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Crunchyroll awards, <laughs> <laughs> no, the the kiss that wins. The, the kiss one. <laughs> Not that was most touching scene, or one of the so one dumb. of the stupid scenes. That, yeah, best okay. moment. Anyway, yeah. Uh, honestly. And I don't want to say this because uh, it'll piss Logan off, but the ending to, or not the ending, but the partway through the, the climax of your name, just amazing. <sighs> Incredible. Oh my God. E tag <sighs> sitting here, sitting there loving it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Uh, <laughs> it's I think I, I have to. There's a couple in Full Metal Alchemist that I have to just say Full Metal Alchemist, and anyone who's watched the show is going to know what I'm talking about. Oh um, yeah, Oof. hard, emotional, and a different couple different uh, regard. There's a couple scenes that I think are ridiculously hard to watch. emotional in that show. And so, like when you rewatch it, <laughs> yep. you're just like, you know, it's coming, and you're like, oh, I can't watch this. Yep. Uh, um, I might surprise people because I know a lot of people didn't like the show, and I was kind of eh, if iffy on it. But your lie in April, the ending, uh, the the end, like everyone's like, oh, I knew it was coming, I knew it was coming. I was like, yeah, but the the his last still really well executed. Yeah, his last performance yeah. that was a perfect scene if ever I've seen one. It was so good. Uh, I was actually I, if if we're go ahead. If we're gonna talk about your lie in April, like to me, and we're talking about emotional, and I think we're kind of targeting you know, crying, but I had a like really strong emotional reaction to her first violin performance. Like I was blown away oh, by that yeah. scene. Um, yeah, yeah. I rewatched it several times. So like I was, I, I, I can say genuinely, I was like exasperated by that scene. I was, I was emotional. I went out and that. got the, so that show's amazing. I went out and got the CD uh, uh, of, of just the pieces that were played and love sorrow on the violin was, was fantastic. That wasn't the one she played in the first <laughs> one, but yeah, there, there, there are some really good ones yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, a couple more scenes. The, there's a scene in Toradora where Taiga confronts the president, uh, the, of mm-hmm. the school. Oh yeah. Um, 
That's my favorite scene in that really show. The, the, no, the, the, very emotional. The Santa one, where he comes Santa's in. Santa's really good too. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was I, that, um, that was a really, you mean a from, really touching uh, scene. You mean from Love Live, the Santa one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the end, the the, the last, uh, the, the episode called Our Choice or Our Decision. That one got me. Uh, what, of what? Uh, Love Life. Love Life. Yeah, the the, oh, oh. the episode yeah. where they yeah, where they choose. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, where they decide what they're gonna mm-hmm. do. I think they're on the beach or under a bridge or some shit. Yeah, well, they're 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 at the oh, beach yeah. and then they go to uh they go to a station, uh, a rail station. Hell, even the uh, the the love live, the the actual idols, the final live. Like in the if you watch the very last disc where they they sing their very last song, like they actually kind of lose it and start crying. I'm like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that to oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> Like the whole audience um, starts singing. Anyone along, uh, this very cool. obscure? I feel like I feel like this one's very obscure. But the um, flowers of evil. There's a scene where uh, the two two of the main characters go into the school after hours, and um, it's it's just a really like powerful scene. It's hard to say emotional, but um, it's one of the more powerful scenes that I've watched in anime. It's just the way it was done and the amount of like kind of angst that was behind it so just yeah anyone who's watched flower of evil that that's one too that they might remember (laughs) uh the scene there's a scene in the last episode of the first season of love chunibyo and other delusions that really got me um it's i don't know if you guys have you guys seen the show like love chunibyo and other delusions Yes. yes Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, the, just the, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen it or not. Um, it's just the scene on the beach where she kind of, uh, you know, confronts her demons, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, that's a good one. Trying to, I guess I can't really, really fault you for asking me if I've seen that one. I haven't seen uh, Anohana, and apparently everyone's seen that. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, touching scenes, we have a lot of emotion. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot of good emotion in, uh, in anime, believe it or not. Anime uh, is very good for emotion, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what's the next one? Do we have any more? From yep, Phil? one more. Last one. Um, trapped in MMO. Like SAO, death is real. What's your class choice? Why? Dude, there's, there's only one class choice. Or there's there's only yeah. one type of class choice. Anything ranged, mage, healer, or archer, <laughs> you stay in the back. Yeah, I was I was gonna go with yeah. support. Yeah, <laughs> cleric. Um, just yeah, I'd be a cleric. Just because like <laughs> in every kind of like uh, I don't know multiplayer kind of you know role game that I've played, I've never been good at attack. I've never been good at tanking. Um, yeah, so I usually. Take up the role of support See, if, or defense. L- let's yeah. let's assume that every every person in our Discord channel <clears throat> got like zoomed over to Aincrad, and you know we all wake up and like death is a real thing. Like he says, I would be the tank, but that's because I'm the only person in our group in League of Legends. Nah, they've not so much always in League of Legends, but like and definitely in Overwatch, who fucking tanks, and I tank in MMOs, <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I say range is the only choice because it really is, 
but because we need a tank and I'm I'm the nice guy who well, chooses that role, I'd tank. Going by that logic, I mean, like I was I mean, I I was a full-time raider in WoW for a little while and I was a tank, but if we're talking like permadeath, you're relying on someone else with your life. Yeah. So like you better really really like your healer because yeah. if they if they like have a spasm on their keyboard, you're dead. So, um, yes, I, I don't think if I knew I was going into it, I would definitely not be a tank. Um, but, uh, yeah, chances are I would probably be some type of rogue character if, it, if we didn't know ahead of time. And then I would really be in rough shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't think, uh, I think healer's got to be the answer for that, right? Because you have control over your own, like, living. <laughs> the problem with yeah. that is, is, is like, yeah, you think about that, but, like, how far could you run? How fast can the enemies run um, is a factor. Mm-hmm. And if your party wipes and you're the healer, you're boned. You're boned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Sorry, guys, I'm out of there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like a healing paladin i guess if we're talking like wow like you know the healing paladin obviously can maybe survive a little more than the priest so to speak or druid i mean druid would be the obvious answer if we're in wow speak but yeah you could turn a turn <laughs> into a bear why wouldn't you want to turn into a bear right <laughs> <laughs> i found the uh the other email if you want to jump into these questions this one's actually sure, a little older ahead. all right uh dear logan carlos chef and whatever guest we don't have any uh if any oh, we've already We've, we've done that. Uh, wait, we did? Yeah. Oh, did we? I, I swear he said... Mm-mm-mm. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. What's the... Yeah. Yeah, you're right, because this is the one where he asked about uh, about cosplayers. Huh. Mm-hmm. I swear he told us that... Or told me he had another one. All right, well, whatever. Thanks, Ed. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for the... Uh... <laughs> thanks, Phil. Yeah, thanks, Phil. My bad for rereading your second <laughs> <Phil>. one. <laughs> Thank, thank you, Phil. We're still waiting for your questions, uh, listeners. So uh, yeah. send them over to our email. It's probably one of the easier ways, or um, Twitter, uh, we, which we, Logan's going to give you those because he's better at reading them. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want to get a hold of us, send us questions, or just talk to us, um, you can email us at mail.animearcade at gmail.com. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash anime arcade on facebook.com slash anime arcade um we're on what's the the other one called instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade um and if you want to join our discord server you know hit us up on any of those and uh we'll send you an invite um because it's a it's a lot of fun in there yeah and uh more oh, yeah. diverse all the time you want to play league you want oh, to play yeah. convoy nice... we are definitely there or overwatch or just want to hang out and shoot the shit talk about anime nice growing community um it's definitely the place to be for fans of what we talk about every other week so <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah you can come complain about the uh crunchyroll anime awards and uh Anime Strike with us. Tell me how Join much you us. agree with me and my opinions. Yeah. <laughs> or how much Carlos sucks. <laughs> Phil will be uh, right there with you. <laughs> so <laughs> I think the I think that about does it for this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll be back in two weeks with our first impressions. Look forward so to it. Look forward to that. Yeah. 
Definitely. Thanks Should for be some me, guys. really good stuff. Yes. All right, yeah. guys. Take it easy. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>